This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Neighbourly, the leader in home services franchising. Neighbourly is the world's largest home services franchisor with 29 brands and nearly 5,000 franchises, collectively serving more than 10 million customers in nine countries. With opportunities focused on repairing, maintaining and enhancing homes and businesses. Visit franchise.neighbourlybrands.com to learn more about the group's franchise opportunities. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, updating you on the biggest trends and changes affecting the international franchising community. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. Poll that you're referring to uh, that we, we took with the Canadian companies you know, that require vaccines for their employees was really met with very positive uh, reaction in the workplace. I think for the most part, people want to have a safe workplace to, to work in, but you know, some business have also lost top talent uh, and have been weighing whether the mandates uh, really make the most sense or not. And, and so I think that's where a lot of people are, are faced right now. It wouldn't be a stretch to say that staffing issues are among the biggest challenges that franchisors are facing today. In November of 2021, for example, 4.5 million Americans quit their job, while in Canada, half of all employers now require their employees to be vaccinated in order to continue employment. Throw in the huge boom in remote working positions, and you've got a job landscape that would be unrecognisable just a few years ago. Thankfully, organisations like Express Employment Professionals work to mitigate these staffing woes. Co-founded by Bill Stoller back in 1983, the staffing franchise now has a footprint covering multiple continents, with over 830 franchise locations across the world. Since its inception, Express Employment Professionals has put more than 9 million people to work internationally. So you could say that Bill knows a thing or two when it comes to staffing. To learn more, we wanted to speak with Bill about the current labour crisis and what franchises can do to overcome ongoing challenges. Are there hidden solutions in the existing workforce, for example? And will the shift to remote working change the way we view employment for the long term? Stay tuned to find out. Um, so I thought we'd begin by kind of having a bit of a retrospective on both your career and also the wider employment landscape. Um, you, of course, Bill, co-founded uh, Express Employment Professionals back in 1983, long before terms like a global pandemic and the Great Resignation were kind of real commonplace and considerations for businesses. How would you say that Express Employment Professionals' role as a staffing provider has changed in the almost 40 years since that inception? Well, you know, the great uh, resignation and, and all of the other employment crises uh, certainly weren't then, but we certainly had recessions and, and sure. so forth in those years. But, um, you know, we've really uh, lasted the test of time. And, and you know, I, I credit that with our franchise uh, system. We, we have great franchisees that, that are able, able to pivot and, and adjust to, to most any um, situation that, that occurs. But, you know, our, our purpose really is to help people find jobs and help uh, have uh, clients find good people. And we've used that as our, our, our purpose statement and vision statement. And, 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 and that's a real belief that all of our people have. 
But, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, what has really changed, uh, it's, it's more of the recruitment of people has, has changed much more dramatically. At least in the United States and Canada, we used to use a lot of uh, newspaper advertising, and, and now it's, it's none, uh, basically, and it's all social media, and it's, it's all job boards, and so we're, we're, it's, it's just a little more sophisticated uh, way of, of reaching people, and certainly technology's had a great deal to do with it. Certainly. And um, my next question is kind of, I imagine what the every business is kind of asking themselves at the moment. And it's about the kind of main challenges that are driving this staffing crisis. Um, what do you think those are? And secondary to that, how is Express Employment Professionals suited to mitigate those challenges for businesses who are looking to expand their teams and take on new talent? Well, you know, what's being called the great resignation is by far the, the biggest challenge that I, I think people are facing. Uh, I think all over, you know, employee turnover is very costly. Um, you know, we took a Harris poll and 42%, I believe of the U S companies say that employee turnover increased in 2021 and, and costing them maybe an average of, of 26,000 plus annually in lost productivity and recruiting. And 21% actually said that the price tag was closer to $50,000. But at Express, uh, uh, you know, we're in the people business. Our franchisees work intimately with their clients to get ahead of their staffing needs. So, so we try to get ahead of the, the curve and, and work with our clients so we, we know what their employee turnover might be. And so we're there to help early on in, in the process. Yeah, certainly sounds like a very valuable partner to have for a lot of these businesses. Um, just on, you mentioned there that the studies that you have conducted, I saw that a study commissioned by Express Employment Professionals um, this January, uh, it was revealed that over half of Canadian companies have mandated that employees get the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, do you think that we'll see that number rise globally, the number of businesses that are looking for those mandates, or Conversely, will the kind of contentiousness of this issue cause businesses to uh, to rethink their employment strategy moving forward? Well, I, I think there's a huge uh, change that seems to be happening right now, especially in the U.S. As as you may have, have heard, many of our states are going to withdraw from requiring a mask mm. in, in public settings and in private settings. Poll that you're referring to... Uh, that we, we took with the Canadian companies you know, that require vaccines for their employees was really met with very positive uh, reaction in the workplace. I think for the most part, people want to have a safe workplace to, to work in. And, and I think the, many of the employees feel that it's necessary to get back to, to business. But you know, some business have also lost top talent uh, and have been weighing whether the mandates uh, really make the most sense or not. And, and so I think that's where a lot of people are, are faced right now. You know, we have followed the CDC guidelines where we, we haven't enforced a mandate that everyone have the vaccine, even though we have over 90% of our employees that have received the vaccine. But for the most part, I think our, our People simply want a safe place to work, and they really don't want to come back to work unless they feel it is safe. Now, with that being said, you know, the Omicron variation, you know, so many more people are getting it. So there's, there's a lot of, 
uh, antibodies that are being built up in, in, in people now who've, who haven't had the, the vaccine, but also people who've had the vaccine. So I think we're in a real changing state right now where uh, enough people are getting vaccine and enough people are getting COVID-19. So I think that'll be the, the real telling story over the next few weeks, what's going to happen. But for the most part, uh, as you may have also read that, you know, the, some of our courts have, have said that what the federal government has done has gone beyond their reach in, in mandating to, to businesses that they have to mandate this to their people. And, and there is a stay now uh, even in the federal government that uh, demanding that, that people uh, receive the vaccine. So, so I, you know, we're always on the safe side and we're looking to make sure that the health and safety of employees comes first. Yeah, well, I think that's the main thing that most businesses can do at the moment. As you say, it's tricky to see into the future, but um, we'll just have to see what happens. Um, in a similar study, actually, moving slightly away from COVID, but still very much on the employment side of things, um, in a similar study conducted on the Canadian business landscape, it was also revealed that the majority of Canadians would participate in semi-retirement to alleviate some of these staffing woes. But um, only just over one fifth of businesses offered that as an option for their their staff. Um, kind of along these lines, Bill. What do you think are some of the other perhaps creative ways that you think businesses can resolve their employment issues at the moment? Well, I, I think that's a huge one right there. You know, the the poll that you're referring to that we did with the Harris people was basically with baby boomers, which are the people um, now on the retirement side, and. You know, I, I think you need to jump ahead of the situation, and I think you need to sit down with those people uh, because they have a lot of legacy knowledge, and and see if they can transition into a consulting role and work uh, with reduced work hours. I know I'm faced with a couple of our senior people who who are at retirement age, and retirement age is closer to seventy, I think, than it is you know sixty or sixty five these days. And, and um, they are closer to this, the 70 uh, number. And, and I am looking at, at, at utilizing them as consultants. And I, I think that's a, a very important thing to do. But you gotta, again, get ahead of the curve and you've gotta find ways that you can not only keep those people working, but even attract people that are, are looking for those types of roles. Um, I know there are lots of companies that have, you know, you're able to work so remote today and you can almost live anywhere. If you retire from, from your job at, at one location, you can retire at your retirement community and you can still go online and be a, a help desk support person. And, and I, I, I know companies that have done that for a long, long time. So, you know, just finding some of the technologies that's available to to make it easy for people to do that. And I think that's the real key is, is making it accessible and, and easy for people to be able to, to do things on their own time. Absolutely. And while we're looking at kind of accessibility and ease um, along those lines, according to this recent CNN business study, as of January of this year, 2022, um, the number of paid LinkedIn roles offering remote work was up to one in six, which was considerably higher than back in March of 2020, at which that was, I think, one in 67. Um, 
Do you think along those lines that remote work is here to stay or will we perhaps with certain businesses see a return to the status quo where it is more brick and mortar and office based? Well, I do think remote work is here to stay. I, I think the flexibility uh, and that's all part of, of trying to meet your employees' needs. Uh, many of them do want to have the ability to, to have a flexible schedule. On the other hand, we have also noticed that a lot of people are anxious to get back to work and to have that interaction with their teammates and uh, interaction with you know human beings uh, rather than just uh, on on a Zoom call or or Teams call or whatever. Uh, it's 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 being much more uh, desirable, I think, to get back to work. I, I think a lot of companies are going to use a hybrid program mm. where they will come to the office two to three days a week, and then they'll work uh, at home from two to three days of work. And you know, it it also helps with uh, you know with the family and with certainly school aged children. But uh, I I think uh, remote work is here to stay. I think. Uh, I think some companies, you know, can't do remote work, so they have to go to work. But um, but I, I think most companies are, are just have to be much more flexible today. Absolutely. I think, as you say, it's kind of about looking at what your workforce wants and meeting them on that. Um, something we've, of course, touched upon, Bill, is the Great Resignation. There's a lot of conversation around this, but it's still a topic that's very much ongoing. I mean, in November of 2021, we had four and a half million Americans quitting their jobs. Um, we've spoken about how to you know, alleviate that in terms of hiring new people. But what can franchise brands do to retain their current talent, retain their staff? Well, you know, when you have locally owned and operated franchise businesses, you know, you should be continually evaluating what you can do to make, you know, your employees' workplace more attractive. And, you know, sometimes people aren't forthright in coming up with what they'd like to have. But yeah, I think you really need to sit down with people and, and really ask them what, what is their true motivation in wanting to work for you. And, and I think you have to, to really look at what each individual is seeking and not just what you think that the masses are thinking. You know, we, we also commissioned the Harris Poll uh, in November of this year, and nearly one of three companies uh, that had experienced an increase in turnover pointed to uh, better uh, perks offered elsewhere as the reason for higher turnover. And nearly one in five reported of the biggest hiring challenges their company will face over the next year or more are that their pay is not competitive and their benefits are not competitive. And as we, we know, there's, a sort of, there's a really a worldwide inflation taking place right now and, and wages have to keep up with, uh, with what the market is, is dictating. And, and so companies just have to be much more progressive and, and reach out ahead of uh, the curve and, and make sure that they are, are meeting their employees' needs. Absolutely. And much of our conversation, Bill, has been kind of focused on the um, the North American, the US market. But Express Employment Professionals, of course, has a very international presence with locations as far as South Africa and Australasia. Um, is the staffing crisis that Americans are currently, or American businesses rather, are currently un, uh, experiencing, would you say that that's primarily a North American issue? Or has your franchise network felt the effects of this worldwide? No, our, our network has, has felt it worldwide. Right. Arthur McCall, who heads up our Australian New Zealand operation, uh, has seen in, in his region 
mass resignations for reasons very similar to what we're experiencing in North America, including people wanting more flexibility, feeling overworked and underappreciated. Those are two big words, overworked and underappreciated. I hear that more than anything right now. And they're wanting to rid themselves of long commutes among, you know, obviously several other reasons. But, you know, every franchise around the world that I've had the opportunity to speak with is closely, uh, is working diligently actually in, in their community to contribute in mitigating the staffing crisis. However big or small, it's, it's the area that they serve. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it certainly does seem to be a much wider reaching problem, as you say, than just in the States. Um, my final question for you, Bill, is something that we've touched upon throughout the course of this discussion. But um, what do you foresee as being some of the leading employment trends in 2022 and beyond, either the ways in which companies recruit staff, the, the ways in which they retain them? What do you think is going to be really crucial this year? Well, you know, all signs are pointing to continued turnover in 2022. I I think a lot of people don't realize what they have with their current company and, and they just want to go out and see what else is out there. And, and, you know, we've even experienced this where we've had people that have left and six months later they do come back. But, you know, we also have to look at, you know, the impact of, of the school disruptions uh, that I think has been faced all around the, the world uh, over the last two years. You know, this disruption to education will mean a whole generation uh, or more that is really falling further behind. And in many countries, we're witnessing uh, this creation of a lost generation impacted by school closures. And I, I think that may be our uh, biggest uh, uh, trends that's going to start uh, occurring. Um, hopefully not, but, you know, I've, I've just seen so many reports and seen so many newscasts that, that uh children are not getting the kind of education that they need. Uh, granted, this is, this is more long-term, but I think that's something that we really need to be focused on and, and make sure that we're not losing that future workforce. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it's one thing, of course, to work remotely and not be able to build those, you know, professional relationships. But school years, I couldn't possibly imagine having to have all of those lessons over a, a Zoom call as such. So it's, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of that in the years ahead. Um, well, thank you very much for your time today, Bill. It's been really interesting speaking with you and uh, looking to see, looking forward to see what's next from Express Employment as we move forward this year. Well, it's been my pleasure. And, and I think you do a terrific job of of keeping the franchise community updated around the world. That's very kind of you to say. Thank you, Bill. As Bill outlined towards the end of our chat, the hard truth is that 2022 will be another year of considerable turnover for businesses. That doesn't mean that franchisors and franchisees have to lose their most talented members of staff, however. By offering the right kind of perks and paying people what they're worth, brands large and small can keep people happy and on board. It was also really interesting to hear that with Express's Canadian study around vaccine mandates, reception to this kind of practice was largely positive. Headlines and news recently would have you believe that mandates of any kind are an incredibly contentious issue, but it sounds like the majority of people are in favour of keeping themselves and their loved ones safe. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Have you struggled with staffing as of late? And why do you think the Great Resignation continues into 2022? Make sure to let us know.
If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.